This is the Daily Tip presented by BetMGM. Now, here's Chelsea Messenger and Michael Jenkins. Let's take a look at the NBA schedule for today as we start in Detroit. We've got the Pistons and the Wizards squaring off. Wizards laying five and a half, total 236 and a half. Jenks, are you rolling with your hometown Wizards here? Oh, I think so, right? How do you not? I, I, well, how do you not? Because it's still the Wizards. But ultimately, during the six-game winning streak, Chelsea, they've covered the spread all six times. They're playing really good basketball. Meanwhile, the Pistons, three and seven against the number in their last 10 overall. So I, I don't know how you don't like Washington here. Wizards quietly been playing really good defense. And when you look at the Pistons, they cannot shoot. Fifth worst shooting percentage in the NBA. I I really like Washington here. I think so too. I don't know if I really like them. I don't know if I put it on that level, but it's hard to make a case for Detroit. It looks like they have only covered three times over the last 10 games, and they've been getting a ton of points because I think that's the other question is how many points is too many points when you're talking about this Wizards team? But like you said, it's a team that has been covering the number quite nicely, six straight against Mm -hmm. the spread wins for Washington. And uh, these numbers are about the same. Like they were laying five and a half against San Antonio last time around. Won that one very easily, 127 to 106. So this is not a Detroit team that I think offensively can keep up with the Wizards if they are fully healthy, which looks like the case. It looks like Porzingis is playing for this one. That's usually the big decider. So for me, I will be on Washington as well. I am a little nervous about the number, but I think it seems short enough for this Wizards team to cover. Let's go to Philadelphia where we have a rematch of the Magic and the Sixers. The Sixers laying eight and a half, of course. The Magic last time around earlier in the week Pulled off the upset outright over the Sixers. So, Jenks, are we counting on some magic to happen once again on this Wednesday? Oh, man. Here's the thing. I would bet the magic. I have a sneaking suspicion that the 76ers may just roll the magic in this one because, obviously, this is the second time they face each other in three nights. But I I, got to go with the magic here. They played like a completely different team. And also, I know I said this last time, but once again, Joel Embiid is questionable because of a sore foot. Now, certainly, the Sixers have enough talent on that roster to still cover the number. But clearly, you know, if he's out, then I think this number shrinks quite a bit. So I would grab the Magic now just because they've been a completely different team since the start of the season. They're very good at covering the number. They won outright a couple nights ago. They're young. They're healthier. So I would lean Magic here, but it makes me a little nervous. Does it make you nervous to see this line where it is uh, at eight and a half? I think it opened at nine and a half, but here's a question for basketball betting. If you see a line and it doesn't make a ton of sense to you, do you still bet on it? Mm, Rarely. When I see a line that doesn't make sense, then I, the immediately a warning light goes off in my head. And I think this is a trap. It's a trap. That's what I always think. Like, mm, oh, this is just begging you begging you to bet one side and and sometimes look sometimes it comes home we know that this is sports betting that does happen where there's a square side or a side that is begging you to be taken or a side that 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 just screams like take me take me take me and it's the wrong it's the right number but more often than not i feel like those numbers are traps and i feel like here like this is screaming magic but it it makes me a little nervous because the line i don't think should be this big it's sort of like kansas and kansas state 
last night. Yeah. And I know that we're talking about college basketball, but I saw, wait, Kansas is laying six and a half points against Kansas State. And immediately I thought, but just you know beat what? Them. Yeah. And I, I thought, I think Kansas is the right side. I said this yesterday just because I feel like this line is begging you to take Kansas State. And that's kind of the way I feel like when it comes to this game. Even though the metrics would support this number, it's not like mm-hmm. the Sixers are not statistically a much better team than the Magic. Because for most of the season, the Magic have not been a great team. But like you said, they're playing better basketball. I think you can't really bet on this one until you know what's going on with Joel Embiid. On the other side for Orlando, Wendell Carter Jr., also questionable in this one. The center for the Magic, who is not as big of an impact maker as Joel Embiid. But still, I think those are two question marks that I will wait on before wanting to make a side in this one. Let's go to Memphis. Grizzlies laying five and a half points against the Blazers. Total off the board right now. So, Jenks, you like the Grizz here? I love the Grizz here. I will absolutely be betting this game for sure. I'm still thinking about the Wizards because I like that play, but I love the Grizzlies here. <laughs> still of my thinking about the Wiz. I'm still thinking about the Wiz, you know. I don't think anyone says, oh, immediately I'm on the Wizards. If you're going to bet on the Wizards, think about the Wizards. For a while. Just think about the Wiz. Listen, this is this is a good spot for Memphis. And I realize it just ended a, a little losing streak here, five-game losing skid, but I think you're getting some value because of it. Memphis at home is an absolute moneymaker, 17-9-1 against the spread. That's second best in the NBA. And look at the Blazers. In their last eight games on the road, Chelsea, they're 0-8 against the spread. Also, if you look at the matchup in this game, the Blazers turn over the basketball a lot. And... The Grizzlies, conversely, are in the top five in the NBA in steals. I think they take advantage of a Portland team that doesn't do a great job of holding on to the basketball. I'm laying the five and a half in Memphis. I don't ever feel good about laying the points with the Grizzlies. On paper, really? they should be blowing these teams out of the water. But you've seen some of their outright losses over the last two weeks. They've lost to the Lakers. They've lost to Phoenix as eight and a half point favorites. And they've lost outright to the Timberwolves. As favorites, one and a half point favorites, and also some key injuries in this one. Steven Adams remains out the center for the Grizzlies, and also Desmond Bain, questionable in this one. So I think you're right. The the Memphis uh, Grizzlies are the right side here, but it feels to me kind of like one of those teams, almost like the Mavericks, where they should be winning games, they should be covering numbers, but they just don't. Well, the thing I would say to that is, the Grizzlies are so much different at home. It, that That's the thing. When you look at them losing these games, they're losing mm-hmm. them on the road. Like, I got blown up by the Kings in Sacramento. They lost to the Warriors in Golden State. They lost to the Timberwolves in Minnesota. But then they were back at home on Sunday against the Pacers, and they went by 12. They are one of the worst teams against the spread on the road. They're like Golden State in that way, right? Like, Golden State's very good mm-hmm. at covering the number at home, but they're – just awful on the road. And Memphis is the same way where they're a completely different team when they're playing away from Memphis. So I agree with you on the road, you fade the Grizz, but at home, that's when you back them. Yeah. The numbers support that too. 21 and three straight up, but 15, eight and one against the number. So they are good at covering at home, but not nearly as good as that outright record. So maybe I'll throw them in a parlay uh, on the money line if I want to be a little bit safer. Uh, Let's go to the Celtics and the Nets. Uh, We've got the Celtics laying eight and a half total, 226 and a half. This is a pretty big number, but the Celtics, you know, one of the best teams in the NBA. Which side are you leaning towards? I don't want to bet this game. I, I think Boston is the right side here. 
You just don't know what you're going to get with the Nets, with KD out there for one six straight up, even though he's getting closer and closer to returning. But I, I think what will happen here is if you're Boston, what do you what do? you do? What is the game plan? You just got to shut down Kyrie. He's been carrying this team and carrying the load with Kevin Durant out of the lineup. And that Celtics defense is very, very good. Also, it'll be interesting to see. You know how Celtics fans cannot stand Kyrie and they're going to be all over him in this game. So I don't know if the Celtics will shut him down or if he'll respond, rise to the occasion. But if I'm Boston and they they could be without Marcus Smart, Robert Williams, that's something to keep an eye on. But I think they they clamp down on Kyrie and cover this number. I'll, I'll lean Celtics. There are some depth injuries here. Uh, and like you said, for the Celtics, it's Marcus Smart, Robert Williams. But for Brooklyn, TJ Warren is out. Also, Ben Simmons is out in this one, which we know he's not really a scoring threat, but he is somebody who can facilitate the offense a little bit better and pull down a ton of rebounds. So for a Brooklyn team that's already missing Kevin Durant, I think I would lean towards the Celtics. But they have not covered a number in six straight games. So maybe a stay away from me, but would lean towards the Celtics here because, God, I don't know. I don't think I can back a team (laughs) that has not covered a number in six straight games when it's eight and a half. Uh, Let's go to Houston, Rockets, Thunder. Thunder laying six and a half total off the board. Normally I like playing the Thunder, but in this case they're laying six and a half points. Does that change the narrative for you in this game? No. Rockets suck. There's no way I'm back in the Rockets here. Give me the Thunder. Why not? Thunder on the road this season. 15-8-1 against the number second best in the NBA. Rockets, obviously worst team in the league, or certainly right there with the Pistons. And I believe Jalen Green's still questionable for Houston. He's missed the last 10 games with a calf injury. So this is a guy who's one of their best players. It's just tough for me to make a case for the Rockets here. So let's keep rolling with the Thunder. (sighs) <sighs> as somebody who bet on the thunder last time around against golden state oh, uh, right. and they lost by eight but here's the thing golden state's playing much better basketball this is a totally different scenario because like i said you were asking oklahoma city to be you know winning this game by seven points let's see how oklahoma city has done as favorites so far this season they're just seven and seven so this is not really a trustworthy spot for oklahoma city but looking at houston they're 12 and 35 as underdogs straight up though so we're not even talking about a point spread so oklahoma city i love you but in this situation when you're laying six and a half points i don't know if i can trust you so i will wait until oklahoma city is back in the scenario where they are getting points let's go to the t wolves and the warriors the warriors laying two and a half here on the road where they have not been great total 239 and a half jinx like i said the warriors actually playing with some urgency now but Mm -hmm. again They are terrible on the road. One of the worst covering squads when playing away from Golden State. So do you like the Warriors here? Are you rolling the dice with the T-Wolves? I think I'd roll the dice with the T-Wolves. Now, I I do not like this game. I think it's a trap. Warriors have won three straight, like you were saying. So when that happens, isn't everyone, these casual NBA fans, and I'm one of them, aren't we waiting for the Warriors to start playing better basketball, start putting it together? Oh, they've won three straight. But man, even so, 8-16 and 16 against the number on the road this season, second worst in the NBA. I'd take the T-Wolves in the points, maybe T-Wolves on the money line. I'm not quite so sure I believe in Golden State on the road just yet. I'm wondering what we'll see from Anthony Edwards in this one. He's bought an absolute tear. I believe he scored 30-plus mm-hmm. in five of his last six games. So maybe they can kind of frustrate him because the problem with him is he can score a ton, but he also – 
turns over the ball quite a bit. So we will have to see if this Golden State defense that is a championship-level defense comes to play and can, you know, turn the ball over when it comes to Anthony Edwards. Maybe that is the difference maker there. And then finally, we got one more. Hawks, Suns. Suns laying a point and a half in Phoenix. Total off the board. Jenks, is there an angle here people should know about? Can't believe I'm saying this. I really like the Suns here. But Cam Johnson has returned. Chris Paul is back. Suns have covered in six of their last seven. And they've beaten the Hawks in eight out of their last ten matchups in Phoenix. I think Suns are the play here. I believe the Hawks are also much worse on the road as well. So I'd be on the Suns uh, in that game, too. For more, listen to The Daily Tip presented by BetMGM. Weekday mornings from 6 to 9 Eastern on the BetQL Network, the Odyssey app, or wherever you get your podcasts.